0: Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.
1: Listen up, we've got some tea, and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team, and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it, because as you know, we are both getting ready Swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits and all perfectly curated for different events voucherettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride Reception and even honeymoon It is incredible Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on Abercrombie.com Go shop it now
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Section 10 Podcast Here are your hosts, Jared Carabas, Coley
3: Mick
0: and Steve Peral. What's up? And welcome back to Section 10 Podcast, Episode 303, presented by Barstool Sports. It is the home of your soon-to-be 2020 Boston Red Sox. My name is Jared Karabis, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud. And you can't teach that. And this right here, this is Coley Mick, and he's seven foot tall. And you can't teach that. But a boom, realest guys in the room. Steve, how you? Dude. What up what up section ten of the building In the mother fucking building presented by SeatGeek. Seat Steve Geek? has a fucking cold. Yeah, I do. Like, you, why? You <laughs> You you would
3: track colds uh, normally around no. this time of year. No, nope, You're nope. normally
0: the sick one. Yeah. Guess what I'm not. Alright. Because so my just, body my I, body is strong. Body's strong.
4: Coley. Not sick. Yeah, yeah, totally see? not sick. i mean, the Bryn, only one Bryn, sick. are you sick?
5: No.
0: All right. So, Steve, how do you feel that you're the only person that, that he I don't enjoy sick? being sick. It's okay, been a rough I, week. I didn't ask you if you enjoyed it. I asked you, like, how do you feel about it? I feel bad. <laughs> Can you apologize? I'm not going to apologize. Apologize. No, I already feel terrible. I'm not going to apologize. Don't apologize. No, I won't. No. But I agree with Brent.
3: let him apologize. I am not going to apologize. Coley? We have a lot to get to.
0: Coley? Should he apologize? I mean
4: Bryn should apologize for saying he doesn't have to apologize. <laughs> right. That's and how I Steve feel can too. Apologize. Yeah.
0: Steve, please apologize. For what? Just because you're the only person that's sick. Yeah, I'm not trying to get you sick. I'm not sick. Steve, that's not what I said. Okay. I'm saying that like you being sick, it brings the morale down. I'm very sorry for being sick. Okay. Uh Rick Porcello signed with the Mets. One year, ten million dollars. Sad. It's the end of an era. Mm. The, the, that's the theme here Big end of an era show today This week sucks This week sucks uh, it, it is the end of an era Rick Porcello signs a one year deal To go to Queens The New York Mets uh, it's it's obviously a pillow contract. He's gonna try and rebuild his value during his age thirty one season, head back out there into a, a weaker pitching free agent market where he's not going up against fucking Garrett Cole and Madison Bumgarner and Steven Strasberg and Hunjin Ryu and all these other fucking guys. Um but Rick Porcello was a he was Section Ten alumni. He's been on this program. He uh we met him at winter weekend after his twenty fifteen season, which was Very bad, not great. He stunk. Well, he's not an odd year guy. No, he's not. He stunk (laughs) in 2015, and uh, you know, back then it was it was different times. It was different times back then, and you know, when you're on Twitter and the blog, and that was really, I mean, like 2015 was the first season that we had the podcast, but no one was fucking listening to the thing. Um, You know, you're a little bit more stiffer on guys. You're a little bit more meaner because people like mean. It's funny and whatever else. I don't know. It's not funny now. We were pretty mean to about Rick Porcello because he stunk. i mean about everybody because the team stunk. Yeah, he stunk. Last place team. But, uh, you know, we had a conversation with Rick that offseason. And uh, uh, after that conversation, I was like, damn, I'm all in on Rick Porcello. I'm all in on this guy. I, I like where his, where his head's at. I like where his mind's at. I like where his mental makeup is. And uh, he won the Cy Young that year. So I look back on the Rick Porcello era. I'm sure there's people that are like, yeah, fuck Rick Porcello. He stunk. Guess what? When Rick Porcello put on the Red Sox uniform, there was no one else in Major League Baseball who made more starts than him. And you may say, "Oh, great, he's an innings eater, who cares?" I care. That's there is value in showing up to work. I mean, there's people, there are there are very expensive starting pitchers that were not in the same conversation as Rick Porcello as it pertains to taking the ball every 5th day, which he did. He averaged 193 fucking innings. Over his five seasons with the Boston Red Sox, he won a Cy Young Award. He won a World Series. When he was here in 2018, if Alex Cora said, Hey, we need you out of the bullpen, guess who came out of the bullpen? Fucking Rick Porcello. Hey, we need you out on the bump. Guess who went out there? Rick Porcello. He was a guy that, and it was, it was a perfect blend too, because it wasn't just like, you know, in, in the Josh Beckett days, Josh Beckett was the alpha dog. And mm. then it was John Lester. In the Rick Porcello days, it was kind of a combination of, of all of them. Like like David Price, everyone talks about David Price as being a great teammate. Chris Sale, he's like that guy where it's like, give me the fucking ball, I'm a psychopath. And then Rick Porcello was that guy too. It was those three created the culture that exists right now. Maybe that's about to change because David Price could be on his way out. Rick Porcello, we know, is on his way out. But uh, with with the Rick Porcello coming to an end here, I think one of the things that I look back at, is the contract extension that he got from the Red Sox before even throwing a pitch. It was, what, four years, $82.5 million? And everyone was like, they're going to pay this guy ace money, and he's not an ace, and he hasn't even pitched for the Red Sox yet? Four years, $82.5 million <laughs> is fucking chump change like for 10 what bucks. you got for Rick Porcello. He was more than worthy of that contract, and he lived up to it. He came here. Cy Young, World Series title. Uh, I will be... I will look back on the Rick Porcello era fondly here in Boston. One thing that bugs me when
3: we um, tweeted out about Rick, just about how great a person he was when he was here, how he always was accountable, and everyone loves jumping in. Oh, he's gone, but I'm not going to miss that five-plus ER Like... I acknowledge last year was not great for Rick Porcello. He had a couple shitty seasons when he was in Boston. But what this guy meant to the team and the culture in uh, the clubhouse was was hard to compare to anybody else in the roster. He also had the most wins of any starter this decade on the Red Sox. So he did mean a lot to the team. He was a Cy Young winner, um, a great all-around dude. That winter weekend conversation we had, I remember he said that He doesn't sleep after losses like he would wear that on his sleeve. He's the kind of guy that you want to root for that would go out and compete his ass off every single start. So I don't need to hear all the oh, he said we know he wasn't good last year. No, he wasn't. We know, he, but we know he wasn't. But he knew he was. He knew he wasn't. We knew he wasn't. He broke the fucking TVs. When he when he signs with the Mets, we're going to say like, oh, well, good thing he signed there because he sucked
0: last yeah, year. Like, good Brennan, you know, see you later. You fucking all, Cy Young winning World <laughs> Series champion suckbag bitch. Yeah.
3: Um. We know he wasn't that great last oh, year. He yeah. was actually the worst. Uh. had <laughs> yeah, The worst ERA of any qualified starter. That's but bad. That's really bad. It's the worst. Um, but, but he he, he meant he meant a ton to this club. Tip
4: your cap to Rick Porcello. He was awesome. I like Rick Porcello. I didn't. Uh, I was the guy when they immediately gave him the extension. I was like peculiar. I uh, don't know if that's uh, warranted, but he won me over the the two, two, three even years he was here. He was good. He, I'm not going to be like I'm not going to look back on him as like a Beckett or a Lester or any of those guys. No, but I feel like he's what Matt Clement should have been. Should his arm just not fallen off
0: entirely? Matt Clement. What a name drop Matt Clement was. Uh, that guy, it was... I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure... Wasn't there like a connection to Pedro somehow with Matt Clement? Am I making that up? They both played for the Red Sox. <laughs> they both played for the Red Sox. Both pitchers, Red Sox, yep. So yeah, another one bites the dust. I feel like this is... you know, I, I got a bunch of tweets after the last podcast. People like, wow, I've never heard you be that negative before. It's like, well, that's because there's not really a whole lot to be positive about. I mean, I, I, I think if people... People jumped in on the podcast in 2018. You think it's all like fucking sunshine and rainbows. It's just not how it works here. Mm. Uh, When there's bad things to talk about, we talk about the bad stuff. I think you're just used to positive spins because the Red Sox were so fucking good in 2018. But if it's not good, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. And I don't think that um, the situation is particularly great right now. And I'm not saying, oh, you got to bring back Rick Porcello or else you're punting on 2020. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just, you know. You're you're losing Rick Porcello. That's another vacated spot in the rotation. And what are you going to fill it with? Apparently, fucking Martin Perez, who is that's right, even worse than Rick Porcello. I, you know, it's it's short. My I get it. They don't have money to spend. They don't. Have, they're trying to get under the luxury tax threshold, but they need bodies. They need fully functioning, uh, alive human beings to occupy these roster spots. And that's basically what they're doing. With Martin Perez, who has an ERA of five to one last in his three, last four hundred and thirty-five and two-thirds innings, that's bad. His WHIP is almost—it's uh, over one and a half. Uh, his hits per nine is over ten. Um, you know, it's—he sucks. <laughs> I mean, there's no way to shortcut it. I mean, I saw like. The, the nerds were out in full force Dude, on Twitter. They, oh, my God. They had a blast with like, this. They're like, well, his peripheral statistics. I'm like, his hard contact rate is very low. And it's like, well, it doesn't fucking matter what his hard contact rate is. His fucking ERA is over five <laughs> over the last three years. Like I don't know what we're talking about here. With like, it doesn't matter what the contact rate is if he's throwing the ball and they're fucking hitting it and runs are scoring. I don't care how hard. Like, who who wants to be like? Yeah, he gave up seven runs, but they didn't hit the ball hard. Is the opponent batting average when he throws a cutter when and it's, it's under like, fifty six degrees. Who crazy? gives a flying fuck what the peripheral statistics are when the the you can look at the peripheral statistics like that. Over small samples, like over his last three starts, it's like he's got like a five and a half ERA, but like guys aren't hitting him hard. So like the trend would be that this is going to come back around. This sample is three fucking years. (laughs) Like, I don't want to hear about the peripheral statistics. You use those to sort of predict or project or forecast how a guy is going to turn a corner. You can use those for like all right, there's 4 months left in the season. You know, he's his first seven starts here. The 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 hard hit rate is very low, so you could probably think that it's going to, the the ship is going to correct itself. These are what his fucking numbers are over the last 3 years. So Maybe you look at it and you're like, all right, maybe his age twenty nine season he'll figure out how to fucking pitch. Like some people were like, yeah, you know, when he's on, he's on. When the fuck was the last time this guy's been on? Like I'm not gonna like drill hit like Martin Perez. I'm not gonna like lose my fucking mind because it's not like the Red Sox gave him like a five year no, they gave him nothing. dollars. They gave him yeah, nothing. it's pennies. It's like good. he might not even fucking make the team out of spring training. Who knows. Who knows? If he's your fifth guy, well, you also have another lefty. That's yeah, very I mean, heavy on the lefties. All they have is lefties, which yeah. is great because it's not like the Yankees and the Astros have all right-handed hitters. Let's just build a fucking completely left-handed like, Here rotation. Go. Here's the pitch. So, like your biggest threat to get to the World Series it, it just all right-handed heavy lineups. But it is what it is. I'm not I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy. Again, I'm just kind of like looking at this team and I'm being real about it, where the Yankees, we haven't even gotten into the Gary Cole thing yet. We'll get there. Um... But to just, to I don't understand the people that are like, look at what the Red Sox are doing, look at what everyone else is doing, but you got to be optimistic. That's a confusing process to me. It is confusing, Jared. It's almost as confusing as trying to find tickets
3: online to a sports or a concerts. Mm-hmm.
0: But the solution is SeatGeek. It is SeatGeek. When's the last time you used SeatGeek? Um, I went to a play using SeatGeek, actually. What was the play? Uh, f- was it Come From Away? Whatever it is, yeah. Wait, Come. you saw Come From Away? Oh yeah, it's very good, dude. I saw that. You did? Yeah, I what? saw that you saw, it, but I saw it before you. So I'm more so artsy you. You saw you. it first. Well, I'm more artsy. Yeah. What was your What were your thoughts on the play? Um, I enjoyed it. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah, Coley. I mean, I went and saw the damn play. You know, one of my biggest takeaways though was that uh, plays are very expensive. Not like the tickets for the play, but like you go in there and you're like, I, I ordered a drink. Like I was. The like, drinks hey. are nuts. I was like, hey, can I get a uh, fucking three musketeers and a Jameson ginger? And they were like, that is seventy
4: five eighty three. No lie, it it's absurd. It's absurd.
0: Yeah. No, they,
4: I never. They get you over a barrel in that place. Marty said he went to one, and the woman next to him was just pulling out like a rotisserie chicken and stuff that she had smuggled in.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's
3: absolutely fucking absurd. It's confusing, almost as confusing as trying to find tickets online to a sports or a concert. But everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for the sports and the music fans. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work, and you save time and money, bitch. And SeatGeek. Wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You will immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Best of all, our listeners get an instant $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase to get your $10 off tickets. Download the SeatGeek app, go to the Settings tab, click Add a Promo Code, enter promo code Section10. SeatGeek will immediately take $10 off your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code Section10 today. Big coupon, bitch.
0: Yeah, it's a great play. It is a great play. I feel like you have weird nipples. Do you? <laughs> what? I feel like they're. Just, I have like, pretty. Shaped. I have normal
3: nipples. Where did that come from? I don't know. I just feel like they are shaped weird. No, no, they're normal. My my body's not
0: shaped great. I could be in better shape, but the nipples are fine. Like, what would you like? Give me like a show me like circle wise like how big we talking. Um. No, that's that's a bit way too big. Like like that. All right. <laughs> I guess that's fine. Yeah. I do not think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's cool. Um, who else did the Sox add? Jorge Pos- Posada.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they got Jorge Posada. Um, they got. Kind of a weird. Ad- he's pretty old at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought he retired, but um, <laughs> no, they got uh, Jose Paraza, who hit 239 last year with a 631 OPS, which is barely. Uh, I mean, he but he played a bunch of different positions. Yeah. Which is cool. It looks like he played second base shortstop. He pitched uh, left field. He did pitch. Uh he played um third base, he played center field, and he pitched.
3: And he had a zero ERA. So the Red Sox just added a pitcher with a zero ERA.
0: Yep. So he's um Yeah, he's pretty good. I guess he was really good the year before that. The year before that. Uh in in twenty eighteen for the Reds. He hit two eighty eight with a seven forty two OPS. Um, but last year the two he was a two point three win player. But last year he was a 0-9 negative, <laughs> negative wins above replacement. So um, still just, pretty pretty just, young though. Yeah, he could definitely he could figure it out in his age twenty six season. You know, now you like never know. You just you never know. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. What were your real th- like when this came in? what were your thoughts when this deal happened? Uh, I tweeted it. I'll I'll share with you. All right, read it out exactly what I tweeted and how I felt about it. Read it for the class. Um, this off season has basically been the equivalent of watching all my siblings open up huge boxes of the coolest toys, and then I got a little stocking that my dog shit in. Okay, that's fair. That's what I that's what I felt like this off season.
3: Yeah, the Red Sox made moves at their winter meetings. There's no denying that they they got the guys. They were wheeling and dealing. Yep.
4: Yeah, they got him. One one thing I saw with this signing that I you see in basketball a lot, sometimes football, never baseball, was like this guy was a highly rated prospect coming out of high school. Like mm-hmm. what, are, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. He's a grown man. He has a mortgage. Well, that doesn't work here. You can't do that for baseball.
0: Can't do it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not great. I mean When you see a signing like that though.
4: Do you have any faith in Haim Because these are the only kind of guys he used to target.
0: I mean, I I, I I can respect what he's trying to do. Like he's obviously handcuffed here. I don't put this offseason on Haim, and no. that's why that's why I don't think they're going to trade Mookie. Because I think he knows I can't be the guy who comes in and immediately trades Mookie bats. Would it make sense to? I guess I like. I'm just one of those people that I live on either end of the spectrum. Either you're going for it or blow it the fuck up. Like One of the craziest parts about all of this is that the Red Sox currently have one of the best young cores in Major League Baseball. And instead of building around it, they're tearing everything down around it, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense beyond like the payroll restrictions or whatever. Um, But currently they have... Some of the best young players in baseball on affordable contracts. What is that? Is it the phone? I don't know. Try shutting your mic off and see what happens. Sure did. What the hell is
3: going on over there?
4: (laughs) Stopped instantly. I don't know what's
3: happening. Prince d- Mike is just taking over the show, but now we yeah, can't hear Brent. Like, what the fuck? I
4: no, no. I d- this this sucks. Conti- continue, Coley. Sorry. I, I it's not that I put the off season on him because I understand what's happening here. But if these low price guys truly suck, like those are the kind of guys he would have been targeting in Tampa, anyways. So if his whole thing is like those are the guys I can nip, yeah, I will put that on him because what the fuck.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it's just what do you what do you expect? And then you know, I, I sent that tweet out, and they got a lot of people saying like, "What do you expect?" And I was like, "This." Like, I expected this. I just I don't have to enjoy it, even though I saw it coming. Like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, right. yeah. Even though even though we could have seen this coming, we can still hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like none of us are surprised by what's happening. Yeah, Rick makes, makes leaving. Sense. Like, there's nothing has happened yet. Like down to every last detail, like the David Price trade rumors, nothing has shocked me. Yeah, like David Price trade rumors, Rick Porcell leaving, uh, Brock Holt basically uh, being, like a ninety nine percent chance of not returning. Um, you know, Andrew Benintendi, the the report that he's not going to be included in a trade that that doesn't surprise me either. You know, Jackie Bradley being on the trading block. Um, I think the only year. thing, the only thing that kind of has surprised me is the lack of legitimate Mookie Betts trade talk.
3: Um, Don't you think that's a lot of that's because of the opposing teams that just aren't really willing to put that
0: much down for a year, Mookie? No, I think it's the other way around. I think it's the Red Sox kind of like unwilling. I think like teams have probably tried. Unwillingness to even offer him. Yeah, yeah. I I think the Red Sox are good. They're exploring all of their options, but they're not desperate to move him. Here comes a, a maybe dumb thing to say. Okay. Do you put any weight...
3: Yes. ...on in the off season. Yeah.
0: That's usually when I do put it on. Yeah. Like I'll go back to the gym. And yeah. I'll just work no, I just out. Put, I put the
3: bad weight. I just eat right, a yeah. lot and just sit. Yeah. Um, do you put any weight in the social media teams really promoting
0: Mookie for next year's stuff? I mean, I think that they saw when I like put out there that the fucking... I'm the, sure they did, but like... do you, They definitely did.
3: I'm saying, do you think there's any discussion... Yes, I don't even know how to phrase this the right way. Do you think that's weird? Yes. That there no. would be discussion between the social media team and like, hey, wink, wink, are we keeping him so we
0: can promote no. him for next year? No, I, I think that they're proceeding as if he's coming back. He's regardless. been all over the 2020 stuff. Because there was probably blowback when I oh, when tweeted he the picture yeah. of like, here's the email for I don't season know if it's solely, ticket renewals. I, I
3: think it's more also the concept of because People catch on to that
0: if he's not in. I know, but like... There was a before and after that I tweeted out. Oh, it was noticeable. Of here's the email for season ticket renewals. Mookie's on it, and then like right when like the trade rumors started heating up in September, they they pulled him. He was no longer on it. There was a lot of blowback about that, and then you know they're doing like, oh, Mookie had fucking bobblehead night next year. (laughs) Like you know he'll be back. Buy tickets. They're really they're pushing Mookie a lot this year. It's like they're. You know, they got to sell tickets for next season. Yeah. So they're not in a rush to trade them, but they don't have much, to trade them. How much over are they right now? Um, I think 20 bucks, something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know exactly because they haven't figured out the, um, the arbitration figures for the guys that are trade. eligible. Trade. trade David Price. Once they figure that out, then they'll have an exact dollar amount. Right now there's just projected figures for guys, which is why Jackie Bradley Jr. is kind of like on the trade block is he's projected to make like 11 million. Um, they're probably like, yeah, we could probably get like a two-win player in center field for fucking three and a half million dollars versus the 11. Like they're oh. trying to like cut corners wherever they can. And I get it.
4: But like, what's the range? Because if it is like, if you trade price, you're automatically under it. Like, is that even a thing, or is it price plus?
0: Um, forty? Is it sixty? Yeah, no, it's probably more like the thirty range. Like, I think if you were to trade price, you'd be you'd be in good shape. Uh, to Pri- get price under. would basically do it, right?
3: Combined with a couple other smaller things. Yeah, I mean, let's... because
4: e- everything I'm reading and seeing is that they expect the luxury tax threshold to jump, like, rather substantially as early as next offseason, if not the off season after. Yeah, yeah. So. so to be tearing down that, everyone talks about the farm system. Farm system sucks, this, that, and the third. Of course it does. All of their young players are on the major league level already. Like, Devers would be a lot of other teams' top prospect. Benintendi would be a lot of teams' top prospect. They just play professional baseball. That's so what they do. Like, right they now, don't have to be prospects.
0: David Price is owed thirty-two million dollars next year, and the opening day, the project, the projected, the running payroll total for the team with David Price is two hundred twenty-nine million four hundred forty-six thousand four hundred twenty-nine dollars. So I, I think what's the what's the threshold two hundred eight
4: sounds about right they've yeah I believe, get,
0: I believe it's 208 yeah they've got to get under 208 so if you do, if you trade david price then yeah and but you're also assuming that if you trade david price that the receiving team is going to assume the entire 96 million that he's owed which is probably big, not assumption.
4: The big assumption why though what why why are we assuming that now when we're seeing guys get substantially more and now there aren't any of those guys left like uh, him and Bumgardner, to me at this stage of both their careers. Are the same pitcher?
0: Uh, Price is older, and he's coming off an injury-plagued season.
3: Yeah, the age injury stuff is is probably the combo that would yeah. that would Did
4: change. Did Baumgartner not get shut down last year? I don't think so. No, he he thought he missed. He science. just wasn't
0: as good as he's been. Yeah, I think with no, we, he sure wasn't. Yeah. If you trade David Price, like you no, can hope to get. Oh, it was like, two what? years. Two
4: yeah. years ago, he only pitched twenty-one games. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Like the bike incident, right?
0: Yeah. But like a lot of these. A lot of these like projected raises. I mean, like Mookie is going to make 27 million, million Jackie Bradley, 11.5. Erod, nine. Uh, now you got fucking Martin Perez for six. Uh, ben and jumps up to, to four, 250. Brandon Workman, three and a half. Barnes, three. Hembry, three. I'm surprised. Or actually no, Henry's like one and a half. Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of guys that are getting some salary bumps through arbitration. So, but if you get
4: rid of Price, and I don't think you'd have to eat a lot of that. I don't think you'd it have to like- eat a
0: lot, but you're definitely not getting someone to take three years, ninety six.
4: You, I think if you're if you're only looking at the Cardinals and Dodgers, which the, have been the teams talking about it. I don't like. Are you going to get a top level prospect? Probably not. No, you're just getting rid of that money, and they're eating the rest of it. I don't know what. Like, I don't know why a team. Why would we be trying to help the Dodgers that much?
0: We wouldn't. No, like, like the Red Sox may fucking trade David Price to a team, and like whatever player they get back, they just like release him. Like that. That's how it's like strictly just like a salary dump type deal. Um,
4: Right. So I don't see why doing that. I mean, a month ago, it was like, yeah, tax someone. But if you can trade Jackie Bradley, who has plenty of value to a team who's taking him on, and then you can take Price, who still has plenty of value. And when you see the contracts top pitchers are getting, I don't think it's that unreasonable that he's making $30 million. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, those especially deals for a team like the Dodgers. those deals make obviously make price look better but he still is coming with baggage he's not coming in as some clean you know ready to go for five years yeah, like,
0: it's it's definitely a buyer beware situation like i'm surprised that there's as much interest in price as there is right now
3: because, especially without if like benny's not gonna be attached i kind of assumed you needed to add somebody else onto there instead of just sending him out
0: yeah but i mean if if i think it's more so teams are looking at the free agent market for pitching in in years to come. And it's It's not great. It's not ideal. So if you can get David Price now for three years and maybe say the Red Sox knock it down and they, they pay like 12 of the 32 that he's owed. Like, would you want David Price at $20 million? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Yeah. This reminds me of manscaped. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, like the Red Sox are trying to shave payroll. That is exactly what they're trying to do, yeah. Jared. Very, very well done.
3: Yeah. Uh, support for Section 10 comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped like offers. Pubes. Yes, pubes. Yep. Uh, Manscaped offers precision engineered. let en- see your pubes. No chance. Why? That's just weird. Why? I like doing that. Why? Not in front of people. Why? Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. see jingle balls to the walls fellas man i, I always love this read listen up untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past it's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season I'm talking about the manscape perfect package 2.0 the lawnmower 2.0 is mm. also an amazing an amazing feature that comes inside their perfect package 2.0 which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season it's literally everything you need to keep trimmed Cut free and smelling nice down there, Jared. It's mm. very important to smell nice
0: down there, and
3: do it really? Eh, I think it is. Well... I feel like
0: you can't like smell. I feel like a guy doesn't really have like smelly balls.
3: Oh, I think they do.
0: Really? Yeah, get sweaty. But like enough to notice. Not when your pants Jared. are on,
4: Jared. I think this is the worst take you've ever had. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it definitely it, it
0: definitely smells bad. I think it. it's just honestly like a ringing endorsement for the scent of my balls. Like I've never ever <laughs> ever had a girl be like, woo. What does that smell like? Never had Has that. You
4: ever been like these smell great?
0: No, but I've never had <laughs> it. Right. I've yeah, never. Exactly. No, well, now, no, no. Now no. there's
3: a chance that that could happen. Right. And don't use the same trimmer on your face, Jared, as you're using on your own balls. That's just nasty. Yeah. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver in anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant? on the smelliest part of your body. Yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, Jared, I'm thankful for their Crop Reviver, this product, along with the Crop Preserver. Keep your balls from sweating, smelling, sticking. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off, plus free shipping with the code ROCKET at Manscaped. Dot com. Your balls will thank you. Balls. Hashtag balls. Um, where Are we – what were we just uh, – just, uh, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole actually sucks. Yeah, he's bad. He sucks. So yeah. it's like everyone's going nuts, and this guy's not even – he sucks. Yeah, he's
0: not even that good. Yeah. Did you see Mookie – I tweeted the statistic about Mookie, JD, and Bogarts combined, what yeah. their numbers are. Yeah. They hit, like, 375 with an OPS over 1,000 against Garrett Cole. He yeah. fucking sucks.
3: Garrett Cole was going to a game in Houston last year. Yeah. I just heard this from a buddy. Yeah. And there was this kid outside the park, right? Yeah. Garrett, Garrett, can I have your autograph? Yeah. He spit on the kid. He spit on him? Did not give his autograph yeah. and said, go fuck yourself. Oh,
0: in front of the, like, he said to the I'm what my, reporting what my buddy said. Right. So so it's, like, allegedly, but, like, it could be... Big time allegedly. Yeah. But, like,
3: it might have happened. It could have happened. I yeah. mean, it sounds like what something he to do. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, and then he gave up like eight runs that night. Yeah, he sucks. I mean, there's a there's a, this old saying um, that if you spend two hundred thirty six million dollars on a or what is it and twenty six twenty three hundred twenty six I'm just yeah. dyslexic. If you if, I just couldn't read it right. Uh, if you spend three hundred twenty six million dollars on a pitcher, he probably sucks. Yeah. Cole, I
4: I'm not. I don't know what's happening
0: here. He.
4: I don't understand why you of all people, Jared, were like the Yankees are winning the next 10 World Series. I didn't say that. You think that was Hubs. you've been locking them in for the, this next year for sure.
0: No, that's not what I said. I said it. I said if the Yankees don't win the 2020 World Series, it'll be the biggest choke job since the 2004 Yankees. You did say that as well. Yes, but that's a fact. The Yankees have they, to win the World Series. They have to, yeah, and that's
4: why I think it's you, you guys forget a very key element to this Yankees team. Judge, Aaron Judge plays for this team. <laughs> they're not winning the World Series. They won't. I do, I have I have always liked
3: this this Coley angle of they're not going to win as long as Judge is on the team.
4: Listen, they signed a guy who didn't win the Cy Young and didn't win a World Series last year. That's like, hey Anyone can fucking do that. We just did that with uh, Martin Prado. What the fuck? <laughs> Martin, Martin Prado. Martin Malda Prado. No, that's we, true. Just, we just signed a pitcher who didn't win the World Series mm-hmm. or a Cy Young last year. I don't see all the fucking headlines for that. That's, no, that's true. true. Basically the same signing. Way cheaper, too. Yeah. They got the second best pitcher from the Astros last year. Yeah. You could argue... They didn't even make the best signing of an Astros pitcher of the last two off-seasons when the fucking Rays got Charlie Morton. That's true. Charlie Morton was great last year. See, I think sometimes if you say
3: a pitcher sucks, you need stats to back it up. Mm -hmm. So, Gary Cole sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, April 20th last year, eight earned runs against the Rangers uh, on four and a third innings. Mm -hmm. Fucking terrible. Uh, May 22nd against the White Sox, Mm -hmm. five innings pitched, six earned runs. I mean, the White Sox suck. Yeah, and so the list goes on and on. This guy sucks. Yeah. So the fact that Hubs is like losing his mind. Well, I'm Hubs not, is an idiot, always. But I'm yeah. just saying, like extra idiot that he thinks this is going to lead to a bunch of championships.
0: I just, even when the Red Sox got Chris Sale, who I loved mm. with the White Sox, my reaction wasn't anything <laughs> close to these fucking, oh my god, virgin oh my god. Yankee fans. Who, I mean, if this is what they celebrate for, like, getting a player, what are they going to do if they actually win something? Times have changed. Well, remember the JJ video last
3: year. He was acting like that's the first division they've ever clinched in, yeah, in the team's history. they're, like, pouring he champagne in his backyard. We've been waiting years. What the hell are you talking about? I mean,
0: like, what a <laughs> bunch of losers. To, to celebrate, I mean, like, they'll... They just want to celebrate something. Yeah, they've had no celebrating. Like, I almost get tired of the championship parades because it's like, ah, like I'm busy that day. once, Once you get to number 11 and you're just talking about championships, we're not talking about division titles. We're not talking about conference finals. This is like actual there's no more games left type deal. And I feel like our celebrations are very appropriate. And these fucking losers are celebrating a free agent signing in December like they just won their ninth straight World Series. I'm glad it's happening. Who's the now.
4: last who's the last team to like win the offseason and then it like worked out real well? The
0: Yankees in two thousand nine.
4: Right, and they signed what was it three people then? Yeah,
0: to Shara Burnett and Cece. Yeah.
4: Right. So they've got two more to go. Yeah. Before they should be even like considering.
3: I mean, the reaction after Stanton was just as bad.
0: Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, Steve. It's because when you're talking about the Yankees, when you're talking about the Yankees, and shout out to to Red Sox Reddit for this. We got a list here of all the years that the Yankees have gone out and they got their guy. And every single year, they've won a World Series. Mike Mussina in 2001, Jason Giambi, David Wells in 2002, Jose Contreras in 2003, A. Rod, Gary Sheffield in 2004, Randy Johnson in 2005, Jose Abreu in 2006. Masahiro Tanaka in 2014, Giancarlo Stanton in 2018, and then James Paxton in 2019. They won the World Series every single one of those years. That they you went say out. Jose Abreu. I mean, uh, Bobby Abreu. Same guy. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> How did they get him?" <laughs> every single, every single off season that the yeah. Yankees targeted the big fish. They won it all. They fucking won it all. Yeah. There's no denying that. It's a fact. So now this is just another one, Garrett Cole, World Series, 2020. Mm-hmm. It's a guarantee.
3: Will he be on the first? Do they? What do they even do for? They don't do obviously don't do duck boats. What's their What's their thing? What do the Yankees do? Just trucks? I don't know. I don't, yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, buses.
4: I don't there know. There hasn't been a parade in New York in like a decade. So yeah. I yeah, would have, don't would have know. been the Giants?
3: Right, uh, 2011. Sadly, yeah. yeah, it's been a while been a long time been a long but time. i congratulations to the new york yankees 2020 All-season world series champs, champions season champs um and, and they they earned it they yeah. earned it you know they they've really earned it hubs mm-hmm. has earned it these guys have really been waiting
0: for a while mm-hmm. so congrats to them for winning it all yeah i'm so far in aaron boone's head right now mm. at the winter meetings every morning i would get in the gym at like eight do you piss on him boom was in there every yeah. time yeah every time i wore a. I wore a tank top under like a zip up hoodie. Mm. And uh I'd get like a good a good pump going under the under the zip up. Yeah, yeah, And then <laughs> next thing you know, when uh when Boone's not looking, he turns back around. I'm standing there in a fucking tank top just doing backstrokes in his brain while he's doing his little pilates on the floor and I'm just fucking shoulder pressing 250. For reps? Yeah. No, I know what that's like. He's He seems like a yoga guy. He's... I don't
3: know. A lot of, like, positions.
0: He's like, what is that shit when you're, like, on the ground and, like, like lifting up your legs and shit? I don't know. He's doing a Pilates lot. sounds accurate. Yeah, it's Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: anytime you don't know, it's just moving arms and legs around Pilates. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's definitely Pilates. What's he doing? He's doing Pilates.
0: It is, yeah, it's obviously... Look at him. He's doing those... uh He's doing the
3: Pilates. Like the curly lifties mm-hmm. Pilates. Yeah. Um... But yeah, how was how was the winter meetings? The winter I, meetings were good. I, I legit feel bad right now because Bryn's mic is fucked up. Bryn's mic's
0: static staticky. y. how was the how was the winter meetings? Uh actually Bryn she said, she said it was good. Bryn, uh, we were standing at the airport last night mm. and uh Bryn was like, oh, I have some thoughts. And I was like, Can you share them with me? And she said, No, I'm saving them for the podcast. I
5: shared it
0: with you. No, you didn't. Mm. Do you want
5: to do, do the your do
3: thoughts now? She's, she's, I can tell she's upset. When Brynn is like legitimately upset, she'll still have like a, a nice tone and smile and whatnot. Yeah. But I know she ain't happy right now. She's not happy. Why aren't you happy, Brynn? Because the mic doesn't work. I'm fine.
0: Can you turn the mic on? It's fine. We and, can, and then she'll say she's fine, but I know she ain't fine. We can figure it out. No, that's not the point. You're, no, everyone, I'll never see those. Everyone asks yeah, call. <laughs> everyone asks to hear your thoughts and we want you, and it's been a long time the what was the lot la- it's been a long time since we've been in studio. This is your chance, Bryn. I mean Steve is giving you his mic. Oh,
5: well I just turned mine off. Can you hear the static?
0: What? You're uh... not anywhere near the mic. You gotta get near the mic. You gotta get near the mic.
5: It wasn't about that, it was static before the-
3: Oh. 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 No, talk into it.
5: Hello. All right. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. right, right, Here we go. Thoughts, Bryn. Thoughts. Okay. I wrote them down. (laughs) Okay. The thought that I told you Uh that you forgot. Yep. Coley kind of already said, didn't we hire Bloom for these sneaky deals?
0: Yeah. I mean, like, that's why I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I guess it was this, but I just, I don't have to like it, even though I knew what it was coming. Right. You know, it's like when you ask, I didn't ask for this, but I know what's, it's basically like I, I have access to like my parents' Amazon account before Christmas. <laughs> like I know what I'm going to get and they just ordered me a bunch of shit that I didn't want. Yeah. It's like, and then then you still got to open it though. Yeah. You gotta be like, Ooh, thanks. Whoa, this is great. Yeah. Didn't want it. But didn't, didn't want it and have no use for this. Another bag of socks. Yep. Anyway.
5: Got it. Katillo um, provided no info at the meeting yeah
0: he basically
3: what does Katillo do I don't know so I think Mass vulnerable. Live is made up by the way because yeah. that's his side gig outside of
0: Mexican Times right
5: <laughs> um, what
0: what does he, he wrote, just kind of hang out? He wrote a column about like Chris Sale's elbow that provided like no new information. Yeah,
5: nothing. I even read it to give him a click. Cause he,
0: t- I felt he, so bad. he tweeted because <laughs> I'm so mad. bad. He
3: tweeted out that he was pissed. That he didn't know where the 2020 winter meetings are. They're going to announce it, Cateo. You're acting like they're just not going to have winter Don't meetings. They, didn't
0: they already say it's where in they Dallas? Were? Yeah, they already fucking said it's
5: Cateo. He texted me one day, "Let's drink." I said, A, I was had no intentions of drinking oh. with him." He said, come down. I said, oh. He said, hey. I never responded.
3: Do you want to delve further into why you had no intentions?
5: I was just in bed watching. I thought you were going to say, I
3: was just embarrassed. No. <laughs> I was embarrassed to even ask. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. what the hell?
5: My last thought is San Diego reigns supreme.
3: It's oh. It's the best city. For some reason, I thought you meant it was raining. Yeah. Oh, rains. Okay. No. Rains. No. Um, Bryn went for a run by the water. By Coronado?
5: Uh, No. Okay. Is that the water?
3: <laughs> no, it's just like that's,
5: that's the town, like a
3: yeah. It's well, there's like a bridge to get to like we that went. Side. We went there. It's amazing, yeah. San Diego, If you could give me one place to live and there was no like sports that I needed to worry about, um, San Diego would be it. Yeah. But the socks keep me here, kid. I've been watching the socks for so fucking long. We're
0: in New York. No, I know. Yeah, it's close enough.
5: Yeah. My <laughs> mic's going off. Okay, right. that was
3: good. Thank Bye, you, Brent. Brent. Thanks, Brent.
0: Um.
3: Yeah. yeah, this offseason ain't gonna be fun. It Ain't gonna be fun. We're gonna we're gonna do everything we can to mix it up. Winter weekends a uh, month away. So yeah, okay. <laughs> you look
0: scared. <laughs> it's just like I mean, it's December thirteenth. We just signed Jorge Posada. Yeah, we got Jorge Posada and Martín Maldonado and. <laughs> 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 but JD's back, I think. JD's a back. Keeper uh mookie i just you
3: know give me a i don't know just give me a team that's worth watching i, I want to have fun 2020 is like a cool sounding let's just have fun next yeah, year i just want to have fun i want to go to the games and not not no hate, expectations not hate there's there's something to be said about how that's
0: fun yeah it's just like going into the season being like well the yankees already won the division and the world series so we might as well just watch yeah. baseball and have if, fun. if you if you look at hub's twitter which god help you if you do they have already won the World Series. They've already won it. They've clinched it. He said, "Why even show up? Why even show up? Why even play?" the That game? is
3: actually why I do like his his going nuts videos because yeah. then you can just all right bookmark that, yeah, I'll save that one for later, yeah, um, yeah. Well, that what's up Wednesday was his I know game. I know, which is like when something when a lot of good things happen at once, you just gotta wait for the bad stuff, right?
0: Because he's he's fucked. oh, it's coming, it's coming, oh, it's coming. Mm.
4: Mm. Am, am I crazy? Like. <clears throat> This team at like today mm-hmm. is still really good. What's up Sox? The lineup's really good.
0: Lineups good, that's about it. If yeah. sales arm is as good as they say it is. Eef. Yeah, then they'll be fine. They won't be like they won't win the division, they won't win a world series. They just really they still need like they need to fix the bullpen. They need to fix a lot of things. Pens an issue, rotation isn't great. I mean like you trade Jackie Bradley Jr. who's your center field there? Like I guess it's. Well, I'm, not I'm, sure I like I'm not as worried about that.
3: I'm not as what like if if JBJ gets traded, you're not gonna. That's not gonna kill you. No, but it's just like it just creates another hole. It does. You need more outfielders for sure. You don't want JD out there. Um, but like, I just don't think. I'm kind of excited for 2020. I really am because there's like no expectations. There's something to be said about that. Like that's not terrible. Last year was almost no, worse than it's this year. Terrible. No, I'm just saying. Last year was like how how awful was last year?
0: It wasn't. It, it just for, for like, where expectations were.
3: It was awful.
0: It was awful, but it was more like baseball purgatory because they weren't. They weren't. It might happen again this year. Yeah, they weren't awful. but no, they weren't good. I'm just
3: saying, there's something to be said about it was like, having no expectations. It was, it was literally like trying
0: to watch a penguin fly. That's what I said. It's like <laughs> this motherfucking penguin has no idea that he can't fly. But he's trying. But he's trying, yeah. and he can't get off the ground. He has too much weight. He might get off the ground a little bit, but not by much. But then he thinks that he can go higher than that. Then he just gets back down, yeah. Yeah. It's like you're not going to fall down. You're not going to sink beneath the ground, but you're not going to get up in the air, Penguin. Yeah. I
3: have faith in the Penguins for 2020. I think they're going to be solid. No. Well, Sydney's going to be healthy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One thing I did want to get to uh, that everybody voted on, the listeners, is the the Section 10 All-Decade team outfield. The starting outfield. Did you I voted? Who do you who do you guys got? The twenty eighteen outfield was my pick. I'm pretty sure that's what the people pick. Uh, Coley, what's your outfield?
4: Do you want my six or my three? I prefer the six to see who missed the cut. Alright, so my number six <laughs> My number six is uh Jacoby Ellsbury. Okay. He played baseball once upon a time. People don't like to talk about it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five, Johnny Gomes.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like Ellsbury f- is not going to make the cut. And he should, but he won't. Shouldn't. Hmm. Definitely shouldn't. Should not make the cut? No. I think he definitely should. But he
4: definitely should. He's a dickhead <laughs> who went to the Yankees. I know, never but never 2013,
0: to be in 2013, he won a World Series. He, he was very good. And MVP he, in yeah, he was a runner-up for MVP in 11. Like, He should absolutely be on the list. I get that, but also no.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Like, My number four is Shane Victorino. Okay, I like that pick. Shane Victorino ruled. Yeah. We don't have the 13 World Series without him. Nope. Big We fast. just don't. Nope. My number three is Jackie Bradley Jr. Mm-hmm. My number two is Mookie Betts,
0: Wait, what? the center
4: fielder. Oh. And my number one is Mookie Betts, oh, the right fielder. Got it. Because right. Mookie Betts is so much better than every other outfielder we've had, not this decade, this century, outside of Manny Ramirez, that to have anyone two other than Mookie Betts when he's clearly one would be an insult to Mookie Betts. Yeah, I'm with you. Luckily, Jared, we're gonna trade this guy and won't have to deal with his shit ever again. <laughs> That's the thing with Mookie, like he's he's so
3: talented, but he's such an issue off the field. Yeah the amount of times that he's he's gotten in problems
0: and yeah. like fought guys all the stuff. And he's the, always on Twitter like yeah, swearing and stuff and a tirade. Yeah. This Mookie really yeah. is a the dick. fights that he gets in with his teammates. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And then he drags it onto social media yeah. and calls out like the wifes and it, right. Mookie sucks.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. They so, got to get rid of him. Thank God they'll get, be getting rid of that guy. Yeah. And they got Martine Maldeprada. Finally. Mald- Prada. Finally.
3: <laughs>
4: it's, been, it's been a while. I really don't think they're trading Mookie. I don't either. Um, I really don't. Uh, here's what I will say, because I said this on Twitter the other day, too, and it's important. If they are going to trade him, they better not let the Indians get to the Dodgers first. Because you talk about a monumental fuck up, that would be. Monumental.
0: Wait, what? Oh, they're probably all
4: this Lin- all this like Lindor uh shit to the oh, Dodgers. Right, like right. if the Dodgers trade for Mookie Betts, they're re signing Mookie Betts. And yes. even if they don't, they're still trying to win the fucking World Series. So everyone who's like, you're not gonna get Gavin Lux if you trade Yes, you will. If Heimbloom's even a slightly decent uh president of baseball operations, what the fuck is that? chief. If he's a slightly chief. decent chief, he'll go get like is he gonna get Verdugo too? I don't really fucking care. But you're not going to leave that without two of those guys, especially if you're throwing price in or especially if you're putting sale there as well. Yeah, like it's not that hard.
3: The Dodgers are in Dombrowski mode right now, so they they would be they would be willing to do the same thing the Sox just did.
4: And they literally just tried to spend money on the top pitcher and on the top hitter. Yeah, so we have not a better pitcher, but we do have a much better hitter than was just on the market. Mm-hmm. Why I don't understand why if if you are gonna trade him, don't let the Indians beat you. That's all I'm saying. So Coley, your starting
3: outfield was Betts, Betts, and who?
4: Jackie. JBJ. Okay, JBJ. Um
3: I had Betts Martinez and Jacoby Ellsbury. That was my starting outfield. But the people had I was surprised with this. This was the vote we got, uh thirteen hundred votes. Mookie Betts was first with ninety seven percent of the vote. JBJ was second. Love that. That's correct. That's that's something. Uh, JD Martinez was right behind J- JBJ by 03 percent. That was very close. That was a a three vote difference. Um, Shane Victorino just missed the cut. Jacoby Ellsbury was fifth, and Benintendi sixth.
0: So I'm was, surprised that Ellsbury actually made it. Good for good for the listeners for putting aside the fact that he's a gargantuan pussy. But he didn't make the starters. So like I, I yeah, he should have started. He should have. So who
3: were who your starters again? Just
0: the 2018 outfielder. JD's
4: album. not an outfielder.
0: No, that's why I don't even think I voted for JD because I was like, I'm, I'm waiting no. for the DH discussion.
4: Which he also won't win that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, Mookie, I got Mookie, JD, and Jacoby. Wait, so who, did, who were you? Your three were just, just the JD, 20. Mookie, and uh, JBJ. No, you had, Wait, did you have Benny? Yeah. Oh, so JD's not in uh, your outfield? No. You have him at DH, obviously. Yeah. That was another thing that I, I just assumed... Ortiz is going to win the DH for this, so give JD a chance in it the outfield, sure and he he got it. So, got um, it. yeah, I I just think Ellsbury deserves anyone that if you leave Ellsbury off, I, I it's got to be solely off of what Coley said, the fuck the Yankee sure, stuff, right. and he's that he's a he's a he's a pussy. Yeah.
4: He was a Yankee the whole time he was here. That was my my whole issue with him throughout his entirety. He yeah. was always a Yankee. Because his production this decade very good, uh, huge part of
3: twenty thirteen could have won the MVP in twenty eleven. Could have won it, yeah. So got you, Jacoby in the starting it? starting outfield. Yep. We'll see what the people say about that. Yeah. Um, what else do we have?
0: Baseball taverns closing.
3: Yeah, fucking awful. I don't know. I mean, like
0: it's it's gonna be gone for I, a year. I
3: actually listened to uh, you and you and Kevin for a little bit today. Yeah. And you had a you had a very solid point that I I fully agree with. That the more
0: I've thought about this, yeah. The timing's actually pretty good. Yeah, no, no. That, that was 100% my point was like, if if people keep giving me a contract, I'm going to keep showing up I, at spring training.
3: There's, there's no chance I wouldn't keep going back. Yeah, forever.
0: Forever. Forever. It would be like, dude, come on now. Yeah, You're 50. Like, yeah, like if if you keep giving me like a minor league contract with an invite to spring training, like I'm going to show up and, and I'm just going to keep trying to make the big club. Uh, you need to rip the jersey off my back. And this feels like they ripped the jersey off my back. And, and it's it's fine time. It would be different if I was like, you know, serious relationship, engaged, like living with my girlfriend. It would be something like where I'd be like, all right, it's time. Like I can't be going out partying every weekend. Like I can't do that. Um, But I'm not engaged. I don't. I don't live with my fiance uh yet yeah I mean like maybe maybe in the next five years that'll be the case, maybe in the next ten years that'll be the case, but for right now, it's like all right, I think like we need to pump the brakes a little bit, and this is this is the universe's way of saying like, hey, maybe just go out for one at like a like a <laughs> restaurant or something it's not gonna like, be
3: a- it's gonna be so tough though because like that's that's a huge part of the Fenway going experience for us, yeah,' is like you know socks are down nine one we got tavern though, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they have treated us, like, phenomenally yeah. over the last handful
0: of years. And I'm not going to, like, that's why everyone's like, oh, where's your bar going to be now? It's like, well, where are we going to be able to do whatever we want? Tell me. Yeah, that. that's the thing. There's there's not going to be an equivalent. Yeah. Because, like, we'd be able to just go in there. I we mean. have our spot that we go to. Like, <laughs> I I would literally have, like, my own personal bathroom there because I would just go out on the back roof and piss on the roof <laughs> instead of going all the way down to the basement, waiting in line to use, like, a urinal that someone probably puked in. Oh, 100% puked in. There's yeah. only one urinal. That's, I could just yeah. go out back, piss out there. It was, it was great. Uh, you know, it's. There's, there's gonna be nothing like the baseball tavern in the Fenway area. I'm, um, I'm sure that we'll find somewhere, and like I'll probably hate it. You know, it's, <laughs> a, it's basically like being in a relationship for like five years, and then it's like that first hookup after you, you know, you're newly single, and it's, it's like, ah, oh, you're not, you're not her. Like, not it's the same. Ah, like, eh, I don't know. I'm just so used to the, the other thing, and no, nah, this isn't, this isn't for me. So I don't know. I feel like. Maybe we'll dabble in 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 new options, but as of right now, there's no clear cut favorite for me.
3: Basically, in summary, 2020 is shaping up to be awful, the worst ever, and that's why I feel good about it. Because, like on paper, the it looks amazing. It's on paper for hubs. This looks like a huge year. Yeah, I bet it sucks. I, I, bet, I bet things it sucks. go terribly. I yeah. bet he like falls over and hurts himself or something. I'm not. Saying, I'm not hoping yeah. for that. I am, but um, I am but no, I just think. It's and I was talking with Bryn before the show. Like this is, this is such this is such a clear turning of the page, just until like Porcello's gone, Holt's probably going to be gone, baseball tavern's gone, um, the the Red Sox that spend a bajillion dollars seem to be gone right now. It is 2020 is going to be vastly different than what we've been doing for Section 10 in the last four or five years. Um, just in terms of what what we have at our disposal. Mm. So as I long as
0: Cora's there, I feel comfortable.
3: I do too, but like, I'm just saying. Like it's this is. It didn't really. And Neff, obviously, our, our good buddy Neff, mm-hmm. who's a, a tavern classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, mean, think I think he, he lives there. I'm pretty sure he does live there. I, I actually wanted to get this right because he had a text that I think nailed it perfectly. Um,
0: he said, "I mean, he has a key. Like he like, he do- Dude, he, he would like close it down up. every night. Yeah, he would lock up. I got I gotta get this right."
3: uh it's like losing a family member and we've kind of seen it coming knew the diagnosis and they just came out today like hey we're stopping the treatments gonna die love you guys let's have fun while we still can that's exactly what it is yeah where it's like you kind of saw it you knew that they weren't doing great you be like all right well i'll see you next week and it's like it's not gonna work
0: yeah it's uh it's sad a lot of memories in there there's uh, a podcast in there. There's a podcast in there. Met a lot of like my close friends now there. Uh, oh, big time. Yeah, I mean it's, it's
3: it's the I think it's the biggest connection that I've seen between us and the
0: Section 10 listeners is at Baseball Tavern. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, again, I don't know where the new place is going to be. There's, a lot of there's, people are asking. They're like, where are we going? There's for? no like leading candidate. There's nothing that's like like Baseball Tavern. Yeah, it like perfectly nothing even close. Like, my vibe and, like, what I want yeah. out of a bar.
3: A lot of places in that area are a little too, little too either too much is going on, mm-hmm. too much of, I don't want to say a younger crowd, but yeah. just, like, Tavern was perfect. Yeah. And it's not going to be the same now, and that sucks, but the timing, actually, if I look at it from a bird's eye view, makes sense and feels mm-hmm. right. But. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's going to be back in
3: 2021. I know. D- different, but. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. I it's, got some. There's there's some great Jared footage from Baseball Tavern. I could make a whole fucking movie out of that. You had, you had this uncanny ability to know when I was filming you. Yeah, and you wouldn't even be facing me, and you no. say, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> you just feel it. You just feel it. You just oh, yeah. I can feel, something's off. Yeah, something's off. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think the first time, the first time I went there, or that we went there, was that first season. I think that 2015 season. I, I got the drunkest earlier on because mm. you just baseball tavern will, will uh oh, provide alive. you with some some beer. Yeah. Um and yeah, we'd be like dancing downstairs. It was getting that would get a little ahead of, back when Mutt would come out. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Mike McNansky used to actually meet up yep. and then Drell, I think he, I think Drellick's dead now, but he he used to have fun. Yeah. And now he's just a really boring Twitter guy. Yeah, I saw
0: him in uh all his tweets are San negative. Diego.
3: he lives such a negative existence out. Well, like, what
0: happened? he's trying to be like A respected journalist. (laughs) That's what's happening. Yeah. So that literally every tweet, like I always,
3: I always read it out like Major League Baseball is looking into the marijuana policy, and they might take back what they said. Like it all
0: just seems so. Yeah. Yeah, Twinkie Dick. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. But anyway, baseball tavern is. I don't know, Cole. You got any ideas where we should go? No. Yeah. Coley met his soon-to-be Well, not met, but no, like... No, I didn't. You ended the night at Baseball Tavern with your soon-to-be wife the night that you met. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, major. A lot of people say that. Like, Like Lauren, she was like, yeah, I met my future husband there. Like, I built a lot of, like, lifelong friendships at... Baseball Tavern It's weird Bryn do you have Anything to say About the Baseball Tavern
3: Well Bryn was I'll I'll give Bryn credit A lot of times I'd be like Oh come to Tavern Come to Tavern You know what Bryn did What she went home No she went to the hotel To work
0: Yeah I respect that But she she came out A few times
3: Oh she did But I'm just saying I respect that Because like that's A lot of people Wouldn't do that Somebody that Should have gone home To the hotel to work Was Dana uh, Who lost The file Yeah um, And I'll never forgive him But I said I would Keep the name So no I'll, I'll keep it on here yeah, Dana's the one that lost the file. He lost it. Someone Dana's, asked, him, "Did Bryn lose?" I'm like, Fuck "Dana's no. a buffoon." That?
0: Yeah.
3: Well, they, I was, I was, I think I sent my IG post. I'll leave him on nameless, but I'm not gonna, like Bryn wouldn't have lost the file. Come on, no, Bryn's not a fucking no. amateur. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. So what's you hate Dana?
4: Dana just he's just a buffoon. That's <laughs> just what he is. Yeah, it's just a, an outright uh, orangutan of a human being. Yeah. yeah.
0: He basically just got a free weekend in Boston, dude. He came with like top treatment Set up all the the equipment for us to record a podcast that just it's not like it wasn't recorded like it got recorded Mm. they just never fucking turned the file over so it's gone i
4: i've taken him several places where he's set up set up the (laughs) the podcast equipment and it's just like like there'll be four mics only three of us and like the one mic recording is the one none of us (laughs) are holding it's like awesome, yeah. Why would why would you turn on the others? Well, I've always wanted to hear us at like a distant volume. Like mm. that's great. Yeah, it's just shouting, uh, <laughs> random shouting. That's good. Mm. No, Dan is a good guy. He's just uh, that's the, he's
3: he's a Hingham guy. So I feel like I feel like I'm betraying him by even calling him out here. Um, it sucks, but yeah, that would have been nice to have that one. Yeah, but then I'm just trying to like. Sh- it's It feels right that it's going down mm-hmm. with Tavern. That's just mm-hmm. a stupid way of saying I'm pissed it's that it's gone forever. It's gone. But yes, Baseball Tavern um, is gone. Rick Porcell is gone. Brock Holt's probably gone. Uh, this week sucks. David Price could be gone.
0: No, oh, I would have preferred that. So you're, you're Luxury- sad that the white players are leaving. But. Oh, God. Yes, that's
3: exactly. Uh, Coley loves that. <laughs> <laughs> Coley's like, that's my line. No, somebody somebody replied my Brock Holt thing, being like, "Fucking typical Boston overrating a a awful white player." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Brock Holt is an All Star. Yeah, come on, he's a World Series champion. I mean, there's he had huge hits in the playoffs.
4: He's also great. He was the
0: lone All Star that year. Lone Wolf.
4: He's Um, the lone cycle recipient in postseason history. Yeah, he's got two of those. Fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just decided to do it in the regular season too because he's really good. Uh, anything else we got
3: here? There was a lot actually there, especially with the Posada edition. Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like after the new year, I'm going to get to a place where I'm not so negative about 2020. This is, I'm not saying this as a negative. Yeah.
3: But we've been doing this for a while. This is probably the most negative you've been. I'm not saying that as a bad thing. Yeah. It's just a fact.
0: Well, I, I mean, 2015.
3: Yeah, I almost don't count that just because it was so bad.
0: Yeah. It was like, just let's just start it. 2016 yeah like
3: in my head we started in in 2016
0: yeah i think uh 2020 like i'll eventually get to a point where i'm like fuck it whatever happens happens that's probably the best i think i'm already there i think i'm already there with like the let's just let's roll the dice yeah usually regardless of what the roster is going to look like i always at least at one point get to a place where i'm like all right world series yeah I'm, i'm ready to i'm ready to dance i don't know if that's gonna happen for me in 2020 It's a combination of what the Red Sox are and what the Yankees are, too. No, of course,
3: but let's dance. Coley?
4: The Yankees have Aaron Judge. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Okay.
3: That's a good point. Uh, Empty the bench real quick. I think I already mentioned it. Winter weekend's about a month away. How do you think it's going to go this year? Bryn's first winter weekend?
0: She's not coming. Wait, what? I don't know the dates yet. It's the 17th. Date's been out for a while. Bryn, you're coming to winter weekend. She's eh? going to, like, Singapore. (laughs) <laughs> wait Brynn, are you not going to winter weekend i think i am Sheesh. that's not what she said to me off the air all right that's where, that's she, tough news where are you going japan mm-hmm. she's going to japan
5: but i'm not sure what day i come
0: back okay so she's gonna be there i mean if brin's not there they should fucking move it yeah they should move it around for its schedule especially if she's going to japan i mean she's going to japan you can't like just like that you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to move a japan trip around it's
3: super easy to move winter weekend around japan trip comes once a life i think I'm pretty sure you don't go back to Japan. You just go once. Yeah. Um, Remember how-
0: Japani Ramirez? Yes. That was awesome.
3: Yeah. And how far do you think the Patriots are going to go?
0: Good. Same. That'll do it. All right. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> We're doing our best with what we got. It's uh, it's not easy to to be entertaining with the Red Sox when they're just like, hey, we're not gonna make the team better. We might make it worse, and along the way, we're just gonna sign some fucking guys. Got Martín Maldonado and Jorge Posada. Jorge Posada I and mean, Yankee like everyone's like, oh, what do Red Sox fans think about Garrett Cole going to the Yankees? He what sucks. do Yankee fans feel about Jorge Posada going to the Red Sox? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm just. Th- I'll also people- say too. What do you
4: Garrett got? Cole looks like a, a naked mole rat since he's shaved.
0: That Wait, was a fake picture. That,
4: either way, yeah, it's, like, it's what he's likely going like, to look like. Yeah, going to be good. Yeah
3: the the edited Cole with no hair ugh, He gave me the creeps. It looks, yeah. weird. It looks weird. Yeah, looks weird. Looks very weird. Yeah. They they all do. What what are we doing? Like yeah. what? You can't have facial hair. Yeah. That's so stupid. Why does that not get discussed more? Just because, yeah. oh, Steinbrenner. That's well, he's, stupid. He's dead. He's dead.
0: Yeah, I don't think. Super dead. Yeah, I don't think that there's any reason to maintain a rule that was instated yeah. by someone who's dead. I remember
3: Auerbach had some, like, out-of-date rule. He didn't want any dancers, and he died, like, a week later, the Celtics had dancers. <laughs> yeah. Like,
4: yeah, that was, I, that didn't sit well. <laughs> they they could have waited a little longer,
3: but, <laughs> <yeah>. um, but <laughs> still, it's like, let him have facial hair.
0: What are we talking about? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Also, R.I.P. Pete Frady's, my oh, guy. Yes, of course, Pete Frady's. Um Yeah, Game definitely changers. go to get, go to Pete Frady's website and, and donate. Um, I know that uh, the family has been put in a massive hole financially, uh, taking care of Pete. Um, you know, the Ice Bucket Challenge. A lot of that money that just goes to the research, like that doesn't go to Pete, yep. Um in his care. So definitely check out the website, donate if you can. It would really help out the family a lot. Um, but what a life! You know, I think that Dave talked about this a lot where, uh, you know, talking about how Pete and people would like see him in his wheelchair and they talk to him like he's a baby or like a dog or something. Pete was still Pete. I yep. mean, like when he, I remember going to his house uh, to watch a Red Sox game and like Andrew would fire up the iPad and we'd like be like live streaming, like watching like Red Sox games. And uh, he had this computer where he could type with his eyes. Like, right, if he couldn't talk, he would be able to type with his eyes. And the stuff that he would be saying to me, like, it's, it was still Pete. Like, he still had a sense of humor. Like, that's why this disease is fucking awful, is because you're still yourself, but you are trapped inside of your body that can't function. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, it's, it's the absolute worst. So, that's, that's what I'll always remember about Pete, is that, uh, you know... He was handed this diagnosis, and instead of, you know, taking the woe is me approach, he kept uh, who he was. He stayed true to who he was, and his character was preserved the entire time. Um, so yeah, I mean, like that's, that's really all it is, is, you know, if there was a life that you could look back on, that was, you know, you can point out being like, Hey, you lived a life of meaning and purpose and you were inspirational and you made a difference. You left the world, uh, uh you know, much better than where you found it. I mean, it's, it's Pete Frady's it's the ice bucket challenge. It's, it's what he stood for. It's what he fought for. So, uh, Pete, thanks for everything. You're the man. And, uh, Finally, he's he's no longer suffering. So that's a that's a huge positive for us.
3: Absolutely.
2: The ice bucket challenge happened very organically online, as I'm sure Barstool knows. Um, it got thrown to me by some friends down in New York. You got to get a, some ice. You got to dump it over your head, and you have to challenge three people. I will be challenging Danny Amendola, Rob, Yo Soy Fiesta Gronkowski, and Thomas. Edward, Patrick, Brady. Ben Affleck and Jimmy Kimmel, this is for you.
1: And here is that the night that Pete was diagnosed, he looked at the situation of ALS as unacceptable and knew that he wanted to change that, change the trajectory of the disease Was his exact words. So for two and a half years prior to that, he'd been building momentum. And I think when he saw it, He knew that was the vehicle he was waiting for. (laughs) Ah,
0: for Ah, ah. Ah, I Ah.
2: I think Freddy's challenged me. I think that's who I did it. I think Andrew or Pete, one of them, directly challenged me. I look fucking good in it too. That's as good as I looked in that ice bucket. I was down my skivvies, I looked fucking great. Ice bucket challenge, let's go. Trump change.
1: So we're, we're still, um, you know, pushing forward with momentum for, for ALS. Um, Team Freight Train has its signature events that we just, you know, love and everybody just loves them so, and to keep awareness and momentum going.
2: The whole Boston Strong and, and everything that, you know, is, is Boston that makes such a great community, Dave has kind of instilled in Stooley Nation and everything with the Stoolies and, and they have come again and again to support our cause in fighting ALS and, and supporting my brother they have been so amazing so we're so thankful to the to the stoolies out there thank you to everyone who's made a donation to our page thank you to everyone who's made a, uh, a purchase of the Frady's bar school t-shirts back in the day and um, you know maybe there's more to come so the whole family like I said they're a great family I love busting their balls um, and it it, it it's one of those things, again, where people always uh, thank me for the support to the family and ALS and all that. It's like, it, it, honestly, I'm thankful that I got invited to it, got to meet them. It's been, it's been
5: moving and puts a lot of things in perspective to be you know, associated with it.